Hey everyone, welcome to the first episode of the Strand Podcast and I'm Siddharth Sachdev, this volume's podcast editor. Now the new academic year is right around the corner and like many of the second year students, I haven't experienced the in-person experience yet. So today I am joined by Khadija, who is the Strand's editor-in-chief. Hi Khadija. Hi Siddharth, how's it going? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing all right. Thanks so much for having me on the Strand cast. Um, it's definitely a part of the strand that I really love. Um, I don't think I've ever been on the podcast before. Um, so definitely excited to be here today. That's great. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Khadija Alam. I'm the editor-in-chief of volume 64 of the strand. Uh, I'm in my third year here, um, at U of T slash Vic. Um, I'm, I have a double major in literature and critical theory and book and media studies, and I have a minor in critical studies and equity and solidarity. I always run out of breath when saying that, um, <laughs> so I should probably find a way to shorten it. Uh, if, any, if anyone has any ideas on how to shorten that, please let me know. <laughs> wow. So how are you doing? Are you excited about going to in-person finally? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean... In terms of like courses, I'm I'm nervous, but I'm very excited to be back on campus after a, a year and a half or so of sort of being stuck at home. Um, yeah, I think the the shift. I mean, the shift to online learning was was pretty stressful, but I think the shift back is is going to be a bit stressful in like a different way, maybe. I mean, as like a humanities student, all of my finals in person would always just be like essays. And so a bit nervous about going back to like having to write an essay in like two hours and, you know, your hand cramping like five times through the process. Um, so a bit nervous about in-person exams, but in general, um, campus is great. I'm very excited for for everyone to to be back and to hopefully have some like in-person programming later on in the, the semester when it's safe. Mm-hmm. That's great. Now you've experienced both in-person and online classes. So which one would you prefer? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I think I prefer in-person classes because just like I don't know the environment of like being with other students is definitely really nice and it's a lot harder to to slack off in person um but that said with like online learning I feel like especially near the beginning of the pandemic um professors were very like accommodating Um, Ideally, some of the measures that we were able to take during online classes can be implemented um, with in-person classes, too. So hopefully, hopefully that'll happen. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. I guess like online exams had their benefits. Like Emma in her uh, pen and paper article that she wrote for the strand, even she touched upon how there should be a, a change in the way university holds exams. 
because at this point just like it was for me in high school you're just trying to see how much you can mug up in one night and how much you can produce on paper so having mm-hmm. take back home exams and assignments and essays which you have open book exams i guess that has their own benefits because you have time to learn them you have mm-hmm. time to understand what you're trying to say so i guess online exams could be uh, implemented in the coming mm-hmm. year hopefully we'll see some changes in on the bright side on the positive side but i guess mm-hmm. we'll see yeah no i i definitely agree i think emma's piece um pen and paper was definitely really great and yeah so i'm right now a second year student and i had my first year completely online and that was interesting having online first year was interesting it gave me a lot of time to understand what the professors expect without having the in person pressure mm-hmm. but yeah it had its benefits like just the fact that you miss out on your first year of university that's it's disheartening to say the least mm-hmm. but sorry chloe actually mentioned this and she captured perfectly in her article of an unusual circumstance of second first year students so i agree i'm a second year student but i honestly feel like a first year because i haven't been on campus i had to do my entire online education from dubai the first year Mm-hmm. and just exploring campus and exploring the city feels amazing but it brings the anxious feeling of how it's going to be in person especially in person exams so yeah. i'm still a bit nervous about that mhm yeah you know my best friend is actually um entering like her first year um in university not at uft but she was asking me for like advice on how to feel more prepared about coming to university and having like in person classes and trying to make friends and all that all that scary but fun stuff um but like the best advice that i could give and it's like not really advice but it's just that you'll figure things out as as you go and Oh, that's like not what you want to hear because that's sort of like a non-answer but truly like until you start like until you actually come to campus until you actually start your classes until you actually like have tests and assignments and until you actually meet people make friends like you're always going to be worried about how things are going to go but i mean truly like everyone's sort of in the same boat even if like you're not entering your first year even if you're entering like your second year like you mentioned it's definitely and a different experience than than entering your first year this time around but there's still like there's still some similarities there between like the second year students this year the first year students and even like upper year students who are coming back to campus after like 18 months of not being on campus like we're all sort of trying to to figure things out and like navigate campus life student life um so i think just keeping in mind that you're not alone and everyone's a bit nervous about how things are going to go might help make you feel a little less alone yeah Yeah, I guess you're right. Where everyone's trying to adjust back to normal life, if you can call this normal. Hmm. 
And especially with those huge self-assessments and the COVID vaccination report, I guess even for the people who are a bit scared health-wise and not just uh, social anxiety and mm-hmm. talking to other people, I guess it's a bit it's a bit reassuring for them as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's cut down to the chase. How was your experience with in-person exams? Um. Did you oh. have like five all-nighters, no sleep, writing an exam on four hours of sleep, coffee <laughs> all night? Yeah, I did drink an unhealthy amount of coffee, especially in first year. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that it was a problem until one of my friends was like, why do I see you drinking like two cups of coffee each day? Like, I guess not even like small cups, but like pretty like medium sized cups. Um, but I mean, listen, I- I'm actually the type of person that like enjoys the taste of coffee. Like I can drink black coffee and it's, I like it. Um, <laughs> but part of it is also just like wanting the caffeine. And then you sort of like start building up a tolerance and then you start drinking more to get the same effect. And it's just like not a good time. Especially because there would be nights where I'm like, okay, I want to sleep, but I can't because of the coffee. Um, So I would, one, definitely recommend um, not relying on stimulants to to get you through the day. Um, But yeah, there were definitely times when I'd be uh, going to like, going into a midterm or going into a final, um, not being well rested and not being in the best condition. Um, if I could go back, I'd honestly tell myself the night before, um, a big assignment or an exam to just like stop studying and just go to sleep. Cause by that point, like, even if you continue studying, you're probably not going to retain yeah, anything. Nothing's going to go into your brain. You're right. Yeah. And so at least if you're well rested you might be able to like bullshit your way through the questions a little (laughs) bit better than if you were on zero sleep um so I think that would be the advice I'd give um I mean I was also just gonna say something about like trying to eat healthier not eat like ramen every night and trying to like exercise a little bit each day but um, I, I didn't really follow that advice. I mean, for me as a commuter student, um, I feel like I was able to sort of like get a little bit of more light activity each day than I would have if I was just living on campus and you know my class is like a two minute walk away. Um, but Yeah, I feel like, I mean, at U of T, particularly at UTSG, considering how gigantic the campus is, um, it's pretty easy to to get in your steps each day. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I'd recommend just like walking around campus, seeing um, all of the the cool little spots that we have on campus. Um, Sometimes I would even just like, walk from library to library like I'd study for a little bit at one library and it's like oh maybe I'll go to like a different library and get a little bit of exercise in that way 
Um, it's kind of refreshing too, just walking around campus. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like only for exercising. Clear your mind. Walks really mm-hmm. help with clearing minds. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And it's like a beautiful campus too. Like that's it's amazing. One thing yeah. about if you if you have to say like one good thing about the school, it's that the campus is really pretty. Um, yeah. I mean, as for like going back to to you know your questions about like exams. Um, I remember my first set of midterms in a first year, really rough. Um, not in terms of like the tests themselves, but sort of like trying to prepare for them was really rough for me. I feel like I never really learned how to study in high school. And so, I guess the shift to like university learning, it was a bit of a learning curve. Um, And so by the time my first set of midterms were were rolling around in like October, I think, um, I was super stressed because I was like, I I don't know what to do. I don't know if I'm prepared enough. Um, Like, how do I study? Oh, that's luck like how do I study? Um, But I remember hearing about like there being a lot of resources um, on campus and you know at Vic in in particular for those of us who are Vic students. Um, So I think I made uh, an appointment with one of the learning strategists um, probably like the week before um, my midterms were starting. And even though like I was really stressed about them, I kept like telling myself, you know what, it's okay. You're going to talk to this learning strategist. Maybe they'll, they'll be able to help out and, and you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Um, and then I, I remember walking into the learning strategist's office and the first thing uh, my learning strategist said to me, like I walked in and they were just like, oh, so how are you doing? And my response was just to burst into tears <laughs> <laughs> after telling myself, I'm okay. This is going to be okay. Um, but yeah, no, that learning strategist was, was definitely really great. Like they spent the entire session essentially just like trying to help me calm down. Um, and so we weren't able to like actually get to the learning strategies um, and they offered to, to make like a follow-up appointment um, the next day and then another one the following week, which is when my midterm exams were just to like check in with me. So I thought that that was really helpful um, in knowing that there was someone who was there to, to support me um, and help me out given the circumstances. Um, so yeah, I, I'd really recommend taking advantage of um, all the support systems here at FIC. Um, and maybe don't wait until the week before your first set of midterms to, to reach out. Um, yeah, I think I'd probably, if I could go back in time, I'd probably tell myself to be a little bit more proactive. Um, so yeah, hopefully you can 
take that advice and not burst into into tears um, at a learning strategist's office. But you know, maybe sometimes that's just what you need to to yeah. At times, um, I think it was that same day, um, or probably like after sometime after that that um, appointment, I was sitting on one of the benches outside the EJ Pratt library, the, it was a bench with uh, the North Fry statue. Um, I was just sitting next to, next to my boy Northrop uh, and I guess still feeling a bit stressed out. And I had, I had a good little cry um, with my buddy Northrop sitting next to me. Um, and yeah, I mean, at first, I was like, oh, my God, what are people going to think of me? I'm, like, out here crying in public. But, like, everyone's, everyone's the same. Everyone's thing. the same, yeah. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> trying to get to class or they're, like, crying on the inside or they're exactly. going to, yeah. to cry. Um, but, yeah, if you, if you need a good cry, it's okay to cry. Um, but also know that there are some support systems yeah and like definitely talk to your professors too if you're ever stressed out i'd say um i've i mean in my experience i don't know maybe i just got lucky but i don't i don't think so i feel like your professors are are gonna want to make sure that you're not crying because of them (laughs) um but yeah that's actually a really great thing to remember it's okay to cry because most of us just keep it inside us and sometimes mm-hmm. letting it out just really relaxes you. Mm-hmm. And I've also heard during our online week orientations last year that a few learning strategists were there and they were telling us how they can help us. And it seemed really interesting. I haven't mm-hmm. had a chance to book an appointment with them, but I'll definitely try to. Yeah, actually, I feel like I've spoken to quite a few other people who also felt like they never really learned how to study in high school. Like, I don't know, maybe <laughs> just the Canadian public education system. Like, I don't know if you had a different no, experience. Trust me, no. Even the Indian, it's not as good. It's just <laughs> mug up at the last week and you, you, you know, score really good. There's just nothing else to do. Just mug up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So learning strategists can definitely help you learn how to study. Um, and I feel like once you learn how to study, it becomes easier to like focus on actually learning the material instead of just trying to to cram and sort of um, being stuck in like the grind culture at U of T to just focus on like getting the highest GPA or whatever. Um, But I mean, I get it, especially like if you're, interested in like going to like grad school for example um your gpa is, is gonna matter so I, I get the the concern but um yeah the grand culture also just sort of glosses over like mental wellness um you know with like pulling all-nighters and and sort of basing your self-worth off of your grades um so yeah it's definitely hard to to fight against that 
uh, when it feels so ingrained um, in the culture at the school. But I think uh, reaching out for support um, and sort of on the opposite side of things, like if you maybe notice one of your friends, one of your classmates, um, maybe not doing so well, reaching out to them or even just like checking in with people every now and then. I will say I'm pretty bad at doing that um, just because I'm like, never on my phone really like the only time I'm on my phone is like if I'm not on my laptop and I need to like answer some slack messages which is not good but um yeah I'm definitely trying to make it a habit to to message my friends more often just to see how they're doing because yeah university it's a good time but it's a stressful time and we're all in we're the same boat. Yeah, we're on the yeah. same boat. Um, yeah, it goes back I, to your same point that you said in the beginning that we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Even if it's second year, being first year, or struggling with exams and classes, mm-hmm. or just socializing with people, what you feel is the same thing as what the other person probably feels. Mm-hmm. Like If you think that people may not like you and you don't want to approach them, there's a high chance that the person you want to approach feels the same way Mm -hmm. so I guess it's like someone needs to make that first move Mm -hmm. yeah and I guess that happens that applies to everything even if you want help from learning strategists if you want some advice from professors you have to make the first move of actually taking that effort putting that effort and actually going to them Mm -hmm. I mean sure it's easier said than done but Mm -hmm. we have to remember (laughs) at least try to do it yeah and I mean hopefully like I don't know like just you you brought up like asking support from your professors like it can feel intimidating to like walk into their office and you're like chatting one-on-one with them but I remember in my first year um a few of like my classmates and I we all just sort of started talking about how we all wanted to like ask the professor some questions and so we kind of all just went to like the professor's office hours at the same time and we were all you know in their tiny office but there's like seven of us in there um so that was that was definitely helpful um and I remember one of my other classmates was the one who sort of took the initiative and was like oh you know like the professor's office hours are, are soon so why don't we all just go um and that definitely made it a lot less intimidating. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. No, it actually makes sense. I was about to I was about to say another thing that professors experienced this for years and years on. So you're not the only one that's going to them feeling this way. And they're not there to judge you. Mm-hmm. So they they are approachable, at least I hope most of them are. Because I haven't been to office hours in person at least. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're not alone, not in just like the physical sense of being there that you're going alone, but like in general, they're not there to judge you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's a great idea of going in groups. It feels less intimidating, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was just going to ask you if there are like any advice that you would like to give students apart from the 
information we've already given, which is pretty, I'm pretty sure everyone's going to find this helpful. Mm-hmm. But any other advice for just socializing or just university life in general? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me personally, how should I say this? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Um, in terms of socializing, um, in I know U of T sort of has this reputation of being like a really big, lonely, scary place. And honestly, like at times it does feel that way. Um, I feel like I got pretty lucky in my first year. I was in um, one of the Vic One programs. Um, It's actually the Fry Stream. Shout out to my boy Northrop. So I essentially had like most of my classes with the same group of like 20 or so students. Um, And as both like a commuter student and a pretty introverted person, um, that was like the main way that I sort of made friends and made connections with people in my first year. Um, But even if you're not uh, in like the Vic One program, or if you don't have small class sizes, because I know like I, I was definitely in like first year classes in like Con Hall, which is just huge. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like maybe tutorials might be a good way to, to make connections with people. Um, but if not, another great way is definitely just like getting involved with uh, clubs and levies. Um, yeah, it's definitely helpful when you're with other people who are sort of gathered together for like the same purpose. Like it makes it a little bit easier to socialize rather than like going to an event and then like a networking event or something and like trying to talk to people that way. Um, with like clubs and levies, you know, you'll probably have like a meeting every week and um it will yeah, be just random like, topics you'll have something to talk yeah, about yeah you'll have exactly. a goal in mind yeah mm-hmm. so yeah i think getting involved is probably one of the best things you can do for yourself in university um especially in first year i definitely recommend trying out a few different things to see what you're most interested in and then, you know, yeah, in like your upper years, maybe you can start to, to narrow things down as you get busier and have like larger workloads. Um, but yeah, especially like here at Vic, there are so many cool clubs and levies. Um, I, in my first year, I was mostly involved with the Strand, um, just because I knew that I was like really interested in journalism, but there's no undergraduate journalism program at U of T. So campus, like student-run campus media is sort of the way to go here. Um, but I remember also being involved with like VOCA, which is the Victoria Off-Campus Association. Um, and we got to like run programming for other commuter students. And I got to meet other commuter, commuter. <laughs> I got to meet <laughs> other students. Um, yeah. 
there's, there's so much to do. There is definitely like a lot more clubs that I wanted to get involved in. Um, but alas, I'm also a full-time student. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, clubs and levies. Uh, there's Thank probably you. something for you. If not yeah. at, in like at, in like the wider UTSG campus, there's probably something that like some club that you're gonna be interested in. Um, and yeah, it's also definitely like a great way to take a break from like just studying, but then also feeling like you're not. Uh, I don't want to say not like, wasting your time. You're yeah, being productive I mean, in a way. Mm-hmm, yeah, I mean. We, I, I also feel like we should sort of push back against like, like productivity slash grind culture. Uh, but yeah. it's definitely hard um, when, I don't know, it's, it's difficult to force yourself to not do anything. But I guess that's just something that we'll all sort of have to try to unlearn over, over the years. Um, but yeah, resting is definitely good. But if you're the type of person that gets stressed by not doing anything, um, then I think joining a club might be helpful because it's a way to not study, but then also not, not do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess the keywords were just get involved in whatever you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty solid advice. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I love the Strandcast. So uh, very excited to have finally been on it. Um, Yeah, it was actually a pleasure to have you. I was very nervous, but it was actually a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yes, good luck, everyone. and all of you guys can go and check out our articles and newsletter on the strand.ca as well. Yes, please do. We've got lots of lots of great content for you. But yeah, it should be fun, even though it'll be nerve-wracking. Um, hopefully, you'll all be able to find ways to make university life a bit more fun. I believe in you. You can do it. (laughs) All right. Thank you, everyone. Take care.